Hello, this is Barry Wolf uh, with Marcus and Milichap. I'm joined here on today's episode of Wolf Bites. I'm really excited, joined by Greg Parsons. I met, frankly, here on through LinkedIn. We've met you know, personally since that time at a conference. Uh, Greg's you know, fantastic on LinkedIn, all over the place on social media. Been with Brookfield Properties for a couple of years and just a great track record in the real estate sector. So, Greg, uh, I appreciate you joining. And if you want to kind of give a little bit of background yourself, that'd be fantastic. Sure. Uh, Barry, appreciate the invite and, um, you know, looking forward to uh, contributing as any way I can. Um, really been, you know, I've been in the industry for almost over 20 years now. You know, started as a assistant marketing director for a couple, you know, strip centers in Cleveland, Ohio, and, and kind of evolved my way into leasing, property management, um, back to leasing again, and office, man, you know, office leasing and industrial leasing. and you know, so I've, I've, I've been able to kind of touch upon most, most of this uh, commercial real estate sectors throughout my career. So it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a whirlwind and a roller coaster ride for sure. That's fantastic. So, I mean, you made it through the Great Recession. So we got, you know, probably another recession we're dealing with. But so you've been, I mean, you're one of the top guys in the leasing market, focusing on retail, uh, I guess, primarily in Texas. Is that right? Or Correct. Yeah. My, my focus, I mean, I have a, I have a niche focus with within our group but yeah i mean i'm, I'm based in houston at least five malls here in the area um, right. mostly in mostly you know suburban houston gotcha gotcha okay so that's great so leasing malls texas houston specifically uh, as part of that what do your days look like now so obviously we're all you know we're working from home the malls are shut down i assume that's the case in texas um you know maybe that might be changing here in a matter of days and in Texas and some other markets, but what is your day? What do your days look like right now? What are you focused on trying to keep deals moving forward and otherwise, and you know, kind of what's your focus at the moment? How do you, how are you kind of keeping things going? So, so my focus has really been, you know, maintaining the existing pipeline and um, we've been, you know, I've able to been able to get some LOI signed and, and get some leases out for signature. Right. Uh, you know, over the last five weeks. And it's really been just pushing through the existing pipeline. And, you know, the prospecting that we're doing is virtual, obviously, for the most part, you know, I'm, I have been able to kind of get out of the market and just just drive some some neighboring real estate and um, to see who's open and who's not. And you know, just just normal on a normal day, just to try to keep it as, as normal as possible. But, um, you know, we're, we're moving forward. It's obviously not as fast as we would like. Um, but you know, I, I think we're, we're still moving forward, even in a, we'll just call it a very uncertain environment. Yeah. I equate it to, and I like the way you put it, keep moving forward. I equate it to, you know, the old adage, or I guess it's fact that, you know, shark, if they don't swim, they literally, they die. And kind of along those lines, we just got to keep moving, uh, keep inching deals forward, keep, you know, looking at you know, generating new relationships and new opportunities, and that's that's really all you can do is just keep keep the ball moving forward and rolling down the road. Yeah, I mean, I, I think relationships within the commercial real estate world, and I mean, pretty much in any industry, you know, relationships matter. And I think I've learned over the last five weeks how truly important that is. Right. Um, not just within family, but professionally. Right. Understanding and maintaining those relationships and and. Just, just trying to add value to their lives or to their business is, you know, it's extremely important you know, in what we're dealing with now. Agreed. So you've been with, uh, in your background, GGP, now with Brookfield, but with GGP before, uh, Simon Property. So been with several, you know, fantastic retail operators and landlords and owners. 
uh, certainly you've been immersed in the mall sector for many years. I, I say there's a lot of talk with retail, but mall specifically, what's your vision of the mall sector looking forward here to the next, you know, as we get out of this? What do you, what do you see? Well, I, I think with any retail environment, whether you're in a mall or a shop or a strip shopping center, I, I think it comes down to your specific retailers. And what I, what retail is, retail is an emotional experience. And an emotional experience, you cannot get that by any virtual means. It's, it's still, even, even if you're able to do some sort of virtual tours or, or virtual selling, which I do think is an important aspect for, for the future of retail, you still can't maintain that connection via mm -hmm. screen. Yeah. And there's going to be precautions, you know, we're, we're, we're putting precautions in place to within our properties to to maintain social distancing and, and and trying to maintain direct traffic flow to to keep people moving or um you know it's almost we're, we're almost going to be kind of like directing traffic you know similar to what the grocery stores are doing now you know you've got one row of traffic coming up one aisle and another row of traffic coming at the different aisle um well this has all been kind of thrown on all of us you know in a very short period of time so i think we're doing the best we can with what we have. Right. Um, you know, we're, we, Texas has opened a retail to go um, policy starting today. Um, Meaning you can get retail to go or what does that mean? Yeah, so it's called retail to go. Basically they're, they're instituting a stores, all stores can reopen. Okay. Um, provided they offer a delivery or curbside service. And that includes not just strip centers, but our malls as well. And okay. so we've had to, you know, dedicate some additional parking areas where that people, you know, where, where vehicle traffic can come in. They, they have, they, we've established a centralized pickup area. The retailer can come put their, put their purchases in the back of the truck and then the shopper drives off. So these purchases can either be made via social media, online, you know, whatever means necessary. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's a step in the right direction. And what I also think is it's going to give a lot of these local and smaller retailers that didn't have this experience before, it's been, it's, it's forcing them to adapt. Gotcha. And the more retailers, the more retailers that can adapt to this situation, mm -hmm. short term, and long term, are going to be extremely successful going forward. Agreed. I, we've been an evolving industry. This has accelerated that in reality, but I, I agree with you. Those that are, able to evolve and adapt to the new normal, I think it can do phenomenal. It's going to do fantastic. Some, frankly, let's be realistic, not all of them will make that adaptation and some of them will, like uh, it, evolution teaches us, some of them will, will perish in reality. So, are, yeah, I mean, the, sorry. No, sorry. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, of stories, I mean, here locally where you know, these smaller retailers, I mean, local retailers that have maybe one or two stores, their sales have tripled and sometimes quadrupled Fantastic. over five weeks. Yeah. And because they've been able to adapt, because they've been able to maintain that communication with their customer via a virtual, you know, through virtual means. And the shoppers love it. I mean, they absolutely love it. I mean, you know, to, to get it, to buy a gift and have it delivered from your favorite boutique and have it be there by the end of the day, with no cost, it's phenomenal. I, I've seen the same thing. Some retailers that are just having, fan, they're doing fantastic. I've talked to a few of them that are 
literally crushing it right now. Uh, and they're the ones that have adapted. And you're right, they came up with ideas. Yeah, frankly, there's some restaurants I'm getting daily texts from. So those that were prepared, not necessarily for this, but they had been evolving and seeing you know, just the need to evolve, they were ahead of it. I mean, like our, our friend Jason Ciano, he, you know, his previous podcast, he talked about Future Proof, the brands that Future Proof themselves and prepared for the future, not even necessarily this, they're the ones that are, are doing well and excelling in spite of this environment. Yeah, I mean, I think the next buzzword is going to be adaptation for the rest of the year. Right. Um, can you adapt? Can you be flexible? You know, how can you maneuver your way down, you know, through the, through the, the murky waters, we'll say, you're going to reap the rewards very quickly and for a long, long term. Absolutely. So you're there in Texas. One last quick question. I always ask anybody from Texas, uh, what's your favorite barbecue place? Uh, favorite barbecue place is Truth Barbecue. Okay. They are a, they, they, they have two stores. One is in Brenham. Mm -hmm. Brenham's about an hour and a half north east northwest of houston and they've opened us they've opened another shop here um in the heights area of houston and um everybody when they call houston they, they think killings and i'm not a killings guy gotcha I'm, gotcha oh and i'm i'm very sad that you know we're not close to them so whenever we can able to get back out and start driving around some more that's going to be the first place we go that's awesome that's awesome well thanks so much for joining uh, it's always great connecting with you. You got a ton of insights and certainly follow Greg on LinkedIn, other social, and um, yeah, hope we get to connect at a conference here before long. Yeah, Barry, I appreciate the opportunity and, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. I've learned so much from you just through LinkedIn and your, and your connections. Um, and, you know, it's just been a very insightful and educational connection for sure. So thank you again. Thanks so much, Greg. Be well. Yep, you too.